This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Today is Veterans Day in the United States, and we want to declare our appreciation for all of those who have served or are serving, especially those who paid the ultimate sacrifice. And if you were ever shipped out but are back now, welcome home. Now on to the news. Rivian began trading publicly yesterday, and the market gave the EV startup a roaring welcome. The company thought it might achieve a $70 billion market valuation, but when the dust all settled at the closing bell, it was worth $86 billion. That raised over $11 billion for the company, which gives it a sizable war chest to plot its next moves. The FBI found another rat in the UAW, This time, it's the treasurer of UAW Local 412 in Warren, Michigan, who stole $2 million from the union. A guy named Tim Edmonds, 53 years old, used the money to buy guns, cars, and pay for gambling sprees in casinos. He faces up to 20 years in prison if found guilty. Numerous UAW officials, including two past presidents, have been convicted of corruption. But since then, the union established much tighter financial oversight, and union investigators actually collaborated with the FBI in this latest bust. But Elon Musk couldn't resist taking another dig at the union. He tweeted out that the new UAW slogan is, fighting for the right to steal money from workers. As you know, Elon and the union don't like each other at all. The UAW made a run at trying to organize Tesla's plant in California, but failed. And Mr. Musk is openly against Congress giving $4,500 in extra subsidies for EVs made with UAW labor. And unfortunately for the union, it keeps giving Elon more ammunition. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Mobility is becoming electric, connected, and autonomous, just like the manufacturing world. But we'll always be one thing, a reliable partner for our customers. The Predator could be yours, and there's no need to call in a special forces team led by Arnold Schwarzenegger to take care of it. You, you only need your checkbook. Ford Performance is offering the monster 760-horsepower supercharged 5.2-liter V8 out of the Mustang GT500 as a crate motor. It includes practically everything that bolts to the motor, including the AC compressor but not the associated control module, sensors, or wiring harness to make it all work. Price for the motor is a hair under $26,000, which is only a few thousand dollars less than what a base Mustang costs. Buick is going to have another interesting concept at the Guangzhou Auto Show. It calls it the Smart Pod and says it's a vision for future hub-to-hub luxury travel. That sounds a bit like an EV tall to us, And this teaser kind of looks like a landing pad. But it also says the vehicle will leverage its autonomous technology as well as its Altium electric vehicle platform, which sounds less like an EV tall and more like a mobility shuttle. So we're wondering what you think the smart pod is going to be. Let us know in the comments and we'll see who has bragging rights when it debuts next week. 
And when it comes to long-haul trucking, Daimler's placing its bet on fuel cells. And to make sure those trucks have the proper fueling infrastructure, the company is teaming up with oil and gas company Total Energies in Europe to develop it. The partnership includes hydrogen sourcing and logistics, developing hydrogen-powered trucks, and establishing a customer base. By 2030, Total Energies plans to open 150 hydrogen stations in five countries in Europe. Subaru is finally jumping into the BEV segment. The Japanese automaker just unveiled its first-ever all-electric vehicle, the Solterra, which was jointly developed with Toyota. The SUV features a 71.4-kilowatt-hour battery pack, which provides 530 kilometers, or 330 miles of range, for front-wheel drive models, and 460 kilometers, or 285 miles, for all-wheel drive versions. Those ranges are based on the WLTP test cycle. All-wheel drive models feature an electric motor for both the front and rear wheels. Subaru will launch the Solterra in the middle of next year in Japan, the U.S., Canada, Europe, and China. Hey, be sure to join us for AutoLine After Hours this afternoon. John and Gary will be digging into the top news this week, and Bob Gritzinger from Ward's Intelligence will be joining them. That's at 3 p.m. Eastern Time on AutoLine After Hours. Battery production is surging in China. Through the first 10 months of the year, battery makers produced nearly 160 gigawatt hours of batteries, an increase of 250% compared to a year ago. And cattle is by far and away the leader in China. So far this year, the battery maker has accounted for 50.7% of China's installed battery capacity, or in other words, batteries that have been equipped in vehicles. BYD is a distant second at 16.6% of China's total volume. We got to take the Lucid Air for a test drive yesterday, and we'll have more about that tomorrow. But here's something to whet your appetite. Take a look at the drive unit. This is the electric motor, the inverter, and the gearbox all in one unit. It's very compact, about the size of a small microwave. But the stats are eye-popping. 163 pounds, or 74 kilos, 670 horsepower, or 500 kilowatts, 4,400 pound-feet of torque. From a volumetric standpoint, 23 horsepower per liter. From a gravimetric standpoint, 9 horsepower per kilogram. At the moment, that's the best in the business. And a key reason is that it's a 900-volt system. Also, here's a look at how Lucid packages its cylindrical 2170 batteries. The cells are made by LG, but Lucid makes everything else. Remember, Lucid makes the battery packs for Formula E. And all the learning that came out of that racing series went right into the Lucid Air production car. 
Toyota is going to piss off some environmentalists again. As we reported yesterday, it was one of several automakers that didn't sign a climate pledge for all new vehicle sales to be zero emission globally by 2040. Toyota says it's not signing because markets in Asia, Africa, and the Middle East don't have an environment suitable for zero emission vehicles right now, and it will take more time to make progress. Toyota is right that there's still large parts of the world that aren't ready for zero emission vehicles, but that's not going to satisfy the environmental community which thinks Toyota is dragging its feet when it comes to electric cars. And with that, we wrap up today's report. Thanks for joining us. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. Solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems. Over-the-air engineering. Boost your game. Scheffler. We pioneer motion and by Magna.